Hello everyone. Welcome to Hack Knowledge by at Kit Hack Club, a place where Hack Club members enlighten people on educative topics on and off tech field while combining some life lessons with it. I'm Soham, founder and lead of Kit Hack Club. With me, I have my co-host. Uh, hello, this is Abhishek Raj, and right now I am the web lead of Hack Club, and currently I am also interning at um, Machao and also at High Radius. And with me, I have my another co-host. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Smriti. Currently, I am in third year Computer Science and System Engineering, and I am the Operations Lead at Kitakya. And in this episode, we will be talking about how you can make the most out of your summer 21. Do companies check your resume for certificates? Does uncertified skills matter much to the companies? We will discuss all about certificates and skills in the next section. I think most of us have often heard how certificates are necessary towards getting a job. So Abhishek, coming to you, how much do you think, how many certificates does one need to get into a job? Uh, according to me, uh, there is no uh, like limit of certificate. Like uh, you can, uh, you can, you just need to learn some skills, and either you get any certificate or not. It's not necessary. You just need to learn something and uh, have projects on, uh, like what you have learned. You have to make make, uh, make some projects on it. That's it. And no one asks how many certificates you have uh, gathered in your uh, academic uh, life cycle. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that only skills is more important than certificates. Right, right, right. Okay, so Smithy, what, what do you have to say like about how many skills should we learn? Like is it is it good to learn many skills to be a jack of all trades or just to learn a few skills and make projects on them? Uh, I believe that one should have uh, several skills but should master on a particular skill. Like one should know what are the stuffs they can learn, but one should master any particular thing. Like it should not be like one is doing everything and he's not he's not knowing what he's not knowing in which particular domain is the best. So I believe that uh, skill is important and certificate. I, I don't believe it's important to have several certificates. It does not yes. matter, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Same as my thing. I even I think that certificates is not that necessary because when the interviewer is gonna ask you questions, he won't really see your certificates. And 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 certificates shouldn't also be there in your resume. It's just something that your skills should be there. So so skills are more important than certificates. So uh, let's move on to the next question, which a few people also have. Like, uh, is it the quality of projects that matter or the quantity of projects? And by quality, I mean that, uh, like, uh, suppose there is one course which is being taught online and many people are following the same course. So they're also going to have the same kind of projects. So but by the quality, we mean that is it that uh, some unique projects which matter or is it the same uh, quality, like everyone is doing that kind of projects matters. So it's quality or quantity. Uh, let's start with Smithy. What do you think about this? Uh, obviously, I believe that quality matters more than quantity. But if one, if someone is uh, learning something, for that uh, he or she should uh, make some common projects just for the sake of learning. But for the sake of putting any project in uh, the resume, one should have a very unique uh, project. So it uh, totally depends upon the quantity, not the quality. Quality, not the quantity. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
so yeah it's uh, even i think that is always about the quality of projects and even if you are making some projects which is on the quantity you should not like you can mention it to the interviewer who is going to take you into but it's not really a necessity to do that because they are always going to focus on something uh, unique which you have done in your like whole of your college okay so i think uh, abhishek from your personal experience uh, how many like Uh, what what would you say quality or quantity and if you can add some personal experience to it like how many quality projects you have done you can even uh, mention that uh, i think uh, you should uh, you should have like uh, four to five projects in your uh, re- resume and uh, there should be at least one or two uh, uh, some like like flag, your flagship uh, project uh, where you have uh, given your best so that uh, you can showcase that you have mastered that skill and uh, like i have completed like uh, i i have two ma- major projects uh, in my resume and i have on my other side i have made like 10 to 15 projects so i think yeah you should have at least one or two uh, like good projects uh, in your hand okay so you are saying that uh, at least one or two unique projects should be there so people know that you have really mastered the skill and it's not just copying code from github and putting it on the right cool so that's nice and most people also have this uh, dilemma that should one do developmental coding or should one do competitive coding so we have often seen that uh, during uh, people get tense during interviews that they think uh, competitive they are going to ask competitive coding and in tech interviews but in each other they are going to ask about your uh, developmental projects what you have done so this is a common dilemma so abhishek what do you have to say about this uh, what i think is uh, you should uh, have better dsa skills like you should know uh, which uh, data structure and algorithm is uh, best suited for what type of uh, work and uh, you should also focus on projects so uh, like you don't lag behind uh, like working on real real life projects so yeah you should have uh, like great i'm not saying great but uh, you should know uh, like basic of all the like you have worked on all the data structures and algorithm and also in the domain of projects real life projects so both are important according to me okay so it's a 50 50 on developmental and competitive scope right okay. uh smith since uh, you are in second year you're going to go to third year so what are your current thoughts on this like what are you focusing on uh currently i am focusing on my problem solving skills uh, but what uh, i believe is that in first and second year we have ample amount of time so one can uh, invest that time uh, in both of both of these stuffs like uh, competitive programming also and development also and then when one goes to third year he or she can finally decide uh, in which domain matlab in which uh, particular stuff he or she should uh, devote all their time like when i was in first year i uh, sorry ek second when i was in first year uh, i was uh, more focused on my improving my problem solving skills uh, when i was in second year i started development and right now currently when i'm going in third year i'm more focused on making projects and i've uh, stopped doing competitive programming it's my personal opinion okay okay so like right now you are more focused on developmental coding than competitive coding yes yes okay 
Cool. So, uh, like my personal experience is that, uh, like Abhishek said, it is always better to do two side by side. But as the years go by, like if you are in first year, you can give more of your time to developmental coding. But as like you move towards interviews and stuff, you should move your focus towards more competitive coding because uh, that's how more companies are gonna screen you out in the first or second round. That's why uh, you should. Focus more on competitive coding, and like you are already focusing on developmental coding in first and second year, so that shouldn't be an issue. Uh, okay, so like moving on to the next skill, uh, next question. Most people have this problem uh, with questions that they feel a bit overwhelming when they see problem-solving questions on platforms like LeetCode. They think that if they are, uh, they can't do it. That it is too tough for them. So, what suggestion, like, yeah, what suggestion could you give? Uh, to help them improve their problem-solving skills, uh, let's start with Smith. Uh, I would say that one should start from the uh, basic questions, like easy questions. If if a particular person is starting from a medium-level question, then definitely he or she is going to get demotivated and frustrated. So to uh, build uh, confidence in problem-solving, one should focus on uh, easy question. Like one should solve around hundred. Uh, Easy question, then move on to medium level question. Uh, this way, they can develop their confidence and consistency is the only key, uh, ultimate key to uh, excellent problem solving skills. And not feeling bad yeah. about their uh, uh, bad problem solving ability. Yeah, consistency. That's a nice term to use there because uh, this is a skill which is not like uh, driving or cycling because these skills you you have to keep on practicing you have to keep on improving on these so abhishek like uh, if you could tell us the same question uh, how to improve the problem solving skills if you could tell us like what could be the year wise uh, thing like year wise plan suppose if i'm in first year i i can't uh, get, i can give a lot of my time in solving easy questions but if i'm in my fourth year and my placements are near I would I wouldn't really give a lot of time on solving easy questions because I know that more companies are going to ask me a bit more tougher questions. So what do you have to say about a year-wise segregation of the questions? Okay, so what my approach have been is like uh, suppose you are solving a question which you are not able to solve, like you are in fourth year but you are not able to solve some easy or some uh, or medium question. So what you should do is uh, give your like. 10 to 15 minutes on the question and if still you are not able to solve then go and check youtube and there are many uh, solutions uh, there, there are many uh, videos on that dot uh, that i mean that type of question so you watch that video and you understand what should be your approach and you should try it on your own uh, to try to solve out on your own and if still you are not able to solve it then uh, watch a solution and understand the concept and uh, make and you know solve three to four questions of same type and you will uh, your understanding will get clear and after solving like uh, repeat or after solving uh, many questions on that topic you will uh, master that topic okay so what i could gather from abhishek's uh, like opinion is that if you're a bit short on time if you're a bit constrained then you need to like reward maximum of 15 to 30 minutes on one question and uh, you can search for the solutions online in youtube and practice similar type of questions uh, four to five times so that you are you get a bit of confidence and then move on to the next type of questions 
okay so that's cool that's a very nice strategy if you are short on time but if you are in first year or second year there's ample time like smriti said so just practice any problem you can find that's the only way you can improve your problem solving skills is by solving problems so the next thing uh what what we are going to discuss is that uh, there are people uh, who like ask uh, who are not really sure about the job roles that are in the tech field uh, like there is ui ux there is front end there is back end there is uh, software normal software development maintenance work so people ask is competitive programming necessary to be a good software developer so it is necessary because in ui ux there is no uh, uh, competitive pro- programming necessary as well so what does any like abhishek what do you have to say about this is competitive uh, coding really necessary to be a good software developer okay so uh, if you have predefined uh, path that i have to become this uh, this uh, i have to do this job then i think uh, you should focus on uh, that type of work and uh, if you have not predefined then i think you should uh, work on competitive programming and uh, it will increase your problem solving skill and at the end of fourth year you will have you don't you, you won't know that Uh, in what type of uh, uh, role you want to work then uh, you will get any type of job using competitive programming and you can uh, further decide like if you want to work or uh, not in the same role okay so so it's it's always about the job role that is provided you need to see what kind of things they require so i will ask the same question to smriti what are your views on so i believe that competitive programming will help a particular person to increase their uh, uh, problem solving skill in a constraint of time like when we give an interview for a company there's a constraint of solving the particular question in 45 minutes so if one does a does competitive programming he or she will have an edge over others but i believe that uh, first and second year is just for exploring after that uh, one decides in in which particular field he or she wants to go then according to that he or she should decide whether uh, competitive programming is necessary to become what they want to be yeah okay so yeah that's a nice question uh, that's a nice opinion so i would also like to add to what smriti said that it is really good to do competitive programming because it really sharpens your problem solving skills and uh, many companies like google they like for job roles such as associate product manager when managerial roles they look for people who have nice problem solving skills so the only way to increase problem solving skills is by doing uh, solving puzzles doing maths or doing competitive programming because competitive programming really encapsulates all of those mathematics and uh, your puzzle solving skills so it's not really necessary to be a good software developer but yeah you sh- you should do this if you want to really sharpen your problem solving skills because many roles are there which require require you to like be very good at analytical thinking and that really comes from doing uh, this sort of competitive program ever wondered the best time for internships stay with us as we discuss all about internships in the next segment one of the most frequent questions uh, which we keep getting from first year second years third years uh, people from our batch that when is the right time to do internships when should one do internships so let's start with uh, smriti uh, i think that uh, one should try getting an internship in first year according to the skills he or she has 
and they should try they should apply for internship throughout the year it's not necessary that he or she will get uh, but i think we should try okay yeah i think abhishek is better he can answer it better yeah yeah like yeah there is one age uh, like year gap year difference between so like uh, we are getting opinions from everyone we are in second year so we are getting opinions from second year abhishek is in third like he's going to fourth year so we are getting opinions from him too so let's just get all the opinions and uh, like discuss on one point so abhishek what do you think when should one do internship so um, this is a, a controversial question uh, so i will uh, i would like to share my opinion here so i have been uh, uh, i have been interning uh, from my first year i think uh, it was uh, september or november i, I don't remember so uh, i have started working uh, in uh, like in the first semester and uh, uh, and there is no, uh, not any time like i have not been interning at any company like uh, when i i stopped uh, interning at that company like the, my first company then i uh, started work on another company and so on i have been working for the first year and parallelly i have been working on my uh, dsa and problem solving skills so uh, uh, it's it's it depends on the, the person who are uh, like who wants to do that so yeah that okay so yeah so multi talented abhishek he is also he is doing internships for his first year and also rushing up on his dsa skills which is really good uh that's a nice thing to do like if you are really skillful you can uh, start your internship from your first year but like for me i didn't start my internship from first year what i did was uh i i i took the first year to do some exploration of the college and then in the summer vacation of the first year i learned some skills like uh, ml and 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 in the second year i brushed up on ml and did a specialization on like deep learning and neural networks then after that in the third year like uh, in the summer vacations of second year i did i started to internship so that was the time when i did two internships in the whole summer vacations and a bit after that when there was the lockdown so college was off so i could i could do uh, i could afford to do internships because college was otherwise the college wouldn't give us so much time like to do all that so i would really say that uh, the best time to do internship is the second year vacations or the third year vacations because if you go from the first year vacations there are many companies which won't like take you in because you are short on experience you might be really skillful but according to them you are short on experience so they won't really take you but second year summer vacations and third year vacations are really good to do internships okay so uh, like talking about internships uh, many people also feel that uh, like what kind of internship should they do the research kind of internships or the corporate kind of internships so in research kind of internships we have the internships from colleges like iit nit or or so many foreign colleges like mit uh, and in corporate internships we have all the other companies like google microsoft uh, so what what do like smithy what do you think one should do what which one should one choose Uh, it totally depends upon the particular person in which field he or she wants to go like if someone is interested in research then he or she should definitely go for an a research internship and for uh, to be very honest i don't know much about corporate internships so it would be better if any two okay abhishek so yeah just 
what do you feel about this what i think is uh, if you want to pursue a higher education and if you want to go into research field like you want to do phd and or you want to find something new uh, in computer or uh, your engineering department then you should go for research in, uh, internship and uh, if you want to uh, uh, be- go- get better in your uh, job life and uh, uh, improve your career in a job or uh, you want to start your own startup then you should better go for corporate in- internship obviously okay so if you want to find something new in your laptops like every time i open my laptop there is one app running in the background i find something new so if you want something like that you should go for research and if you are looking for like a startup or anything of that kind you should go for corporate that is what abhishek says now uh, what i feel is that uh, like you should you should try to do two kind both the kinds of internships because they both help in their own way if you are pursuing higher education like mtech or anything in the research field then research internship is going to help you a lot and uh, in the corporate world they really don't care about uh, where you have done your internships it's just that if if you are doing research internship even it gets the same preference as doing in any other corporate but if it, i think if it's in a like better corporate like amazon google they might give you a little bit of more preference so it's better to just go for both research internships in one year and corporate internships in another year so that's two internships in a btech course and yeah that's that's all good for one person in speedate so moving on to the next thing which most people uh, have a hard time dealing with that is once they get the internship it's uh, often unpaid or they are the ones who are paying for it so uh, like and uh, the another thing which is the unpaid internships or um, the ones they are paying for it those are mostly done in startups yeah those are mostly done in startups so what what do what uh, does abhishek have to say on this like should one do the unpaid internships in the startups or they should not uh what i think i have uh, read a quote somewhere that uh, if you are getting money uh, then you should do that job or if you are getting some skill then also you can do that job and if you are getting nothing then just run away from there <laughs> that's a nice 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 quote so, so uh, if yeah if you are if you are if you are getting some benefit from uh, if uh, any unpaid internship then do it and or uh, or just leave it that yeah that's very short and crisp so sweet what are your opinions on this should one do the unpaid internships or like should one search for another internship i i believe that if someone is in first or second year uh, for the sake of gaining skills one can do unpaid internship it's okay to do unpaid internship but uh, but paying for an internship is not good and that's yeah. not an internship also that's training <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's very weird when i see people like they ask for money for internships and what you get in return is just a certificate and a course which is already present in uh, platforms like youtube or for coursera so that's one thing that comes with that when people run after certificates so it's not the certificates you should run after is the skills you should run after. and uh, according and uh, about this question the unpaid internships <clears throat> if you're in desperate need of some internship you can do the unpaid internships uh, but in most cases like if you start early you will get an internship and you can just do that uh, 
and the other thing is that if you are getting uh, skills or something if you want to do freelance you can always go for unpaid internships and uh, you should you can always go for internships at startups if you want to learn skills and stuff okay so uh, with that being said uh, people also ask that if it is possible to intern and learn a skill simultaneously so abhishek what do you have to say about this uh, can you repeat the question uh, yeah yeah, yeah sure, sure. i didn't audio that yeah yeah the the question is uh, people tend to ask uh, is it possible to uh, intern and learn a skill simultaneously like a uh, learner skill as in uh, if you are taking a course on, online or if you are taking a course offline so if you are doing an internship plus you are learning something is it like possible to do that yeah uh, it's totally depends upon the internship if you are uh, doing uh, like if you if your internship is just like uh, filling some excel sheets or uh, just uh, you know uh, it depends upon it. like uh, uh, i will share my experience uh most of my skills i have learned from uh, interning and uh, like i have uh, like and from youtube but i have never paid for any uh, training or in course so according for according to me or in my experience totally depends upon the person and and on that okay cool smriti what do you have to say about this i agree what abhishek said and i believe that it it uh, depends upon the nature of internship one is doing and the time management Time management is also important to simultaneously handle everything. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, even I I agree with uh, Vishay and Smriti that um, it's always up to you your time management skills that you are doing an internship and also learning something. Most of the time that uh, internships are not that rigorous on you because they are not employment stuff. That that is only internships. So you can really take out time and learn a new skill or something of that kind. So it's really up to you what you want to do, and it's possible to do that simultaneously. Okay. So like, is there any like personal experience, uh, Abhishek? You want you would want to give us regarding your internships and your projects and certificates, internship projects and certificates. Uh, which one has played a major role in your life? Like, how has anything changed in your life? Firstly, I will tell about certificates. Uh, so there was this uh, Google form, uh, like uh, we were told to uh, fill uh, by our uh, like TNP cell, and there was this certifications column, and I have to search my whole email, my <laughs> whole portfolio website, and I didn't find any. So I had to uh, leave it blank, or uh, yeah, I had I had downloaded it from Hacker Rank. I think uh, they provide free certificates. and uh, they provide free certificates yeah yeah uh, provide, and there are many other website like uh, solo learn uh, they also provide free certificates so you can download it from your there and uh, you just need to uh, fill some uh, uh, quizzes i think so and you will get that certificate and uh, according uh, and about the project so i have worked on many project uh, one with uh, soham and uh, Uh, that parky one uh, it was like uh, good for me and i got uh, many calls after working on that project uh, uh, to work on any full stack uh, project so yeah that was very uh, nice project uh, uh, you can we can see also share the link uh, if you want and yeah uh, yeah we will we will put the link in the description or something yeah and uh, 
and uh, and about the skills i have mostly gathered by working on internships and uh, that's it and yeah that's my personal experience i am mostly working on uh, internships and uh, i have not did anything any uh, anything other than that okay that's that's cool but you should also enjoy your college life it's not just internships yeah, I, I i have i have uh, really enjoyed my life so i know that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay for another of that for the next time so next was smriti like how has uh, like have you done any internships or how one of those has changed your life those certificates or skills uh, talking about the certificate certificate has never been my preference again i never believe in the concept of certificates but uh, uh, there are some certificates that are important like the one we get from hacker rank the problem solving skill uh, that particular one is important i believe that and uh, i haven't done any internship till now but currently i'm working i'm i'm working on my problem solving skills since i will be going in third year and uh, currently started learning development okay cool so that's that's great that's uh, that's like you yeah you should like uh, really not care about the certificates because the certificate is just a validation for something you have already learned so focus on the learning part and people will uh, always recognize your skills like abhishek said that uh, he had never gotten certificate for any courses he has learned online but he, has, he is getting calls for internships so that's really great you should you should work on projects and utilize your skills on that instead of just hogging for certificates so i think uh, that sums up our whole session uh, of um, utilizing our summer 21 better so if you're a freshman or sophomore i guess most of your doubts are cleared and if you're a junior senior year focus more on the competitive coding part because many companies are going to select you from that so i think uh, that's all for now abhishek and smriti thank you for joining yeah thanks thanks so thank you thank you Have a question for us? Use the hashtag #hackknowledge on Twitter and Instagram and don't forget to follow us at #kithackclub. Hackknowledge is a production by members at #kithackclub. This episode was hosted by me, Soham Malakar, Abhishek Ray and Smriti. This episode was edited by Swastik Malakar and Soham Malakar with technical support from Abhishek Ray and Abhinav Mukherjee. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, Spotify and YouTube. Write us a review. It would really help us and follow us at Kit Hack Club for more fun content.